guys. This is Joy. And this is Claire. Hi, everybody. How are you? How is everybody? It's it's December still. How's the shopping going? How are you handling the holidays? How is the shopping going? What are you getting, Scott? Oh, man. Well, this year we were talking and he's like, you know, let's just go kind of chill this year. I'm like, what? Your chill is not chill. Yeah, that's a trap. Yeah. So I, so far, have only purchased him the running jacket that he wanted and he also wanted i gotta wrap these these kcrw socks that he wanted um because he loves to i'm showing everyone on the screen obviously you can hear them for our asmr listeners but uh so far that's all i got i was thinking i always like to get him a coffee subscription because he is always loving new coffee and i believe it's misto box is what i got him last year and he really loved it so i think i'm just gonna subscribe him to another like six months of that but he truly was like let's just go chill this year he already gave me one of my presents because before i left for arizona he had a box in his hand he's like oh i really want to give this to you i'm like no he's always it's notorious he always gives presents before it's the actual day you know he'll start giving me birthday presents two months before my birthday it's so funny because he'll tell me stories of going to Nordstrom because a lot of times he'll buy me a piece of jewelry or just like a pair of earrings or something. And so he'll go to Nordstrom and he'll be like, I'm buying this for my wife. Her birthday's in September. He'll be there in like July and all the salespeople are like, what? You are on top of it. So he always is like a favorite of the salespeople whenever he goes shopping for his partner because it's really funny. I know. he's all, You always talk about that where he'll be like, just starts randomly giving you presents. And you're like, no, wait. Yeah. Like, I so, like that though. Once I have a present yeah, in my I want to gift it. It's so hard. It's so hard. I'm not really good at surprises either. But and then he's the worst because when a box arrives for him, he'll be like, what is this? And he tries to shake it and guess. I'm like, stop. I already have a hard time buying gifts for you. Don't make it worse by trying to guess what I got you. I think last year. Oh, I was so pissed because last year was when I got him the new, new coffee maker. Or was that for his birthday? Was it? Has it been a year? Right? Did, did I get that for his birthday? Yeah, anyway, his birthday. okay, shoo. I was like, oh my gosh, it can't be a year already. But I, he saw the present and he goes, oh, is that a coffee maker? I was like, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> yeah, Scott. I hate it when people do that. My older brother was like, he would always guess everything. And it was just like, it wasn't fun to give him stuff because there was no, and he thought it was like a, fun, you know, kind of like this funny thing. But I just remember everyone in the family would just get so annoyed because he'd look at a box and he'd be like, oh, that's a video game or whatever. And he'd be like, well, here, stop and, it. Yeah. And it's for Scott, for years, I've always said, please don't buy yourself anything during the holidays because I'll get ideas and then he'll, it'll show up on our doorstep. So anyway, so we were standing by the Christmas tree. He had this box. I was about to leave for Arizona. And he's like, I should give this to you. I go, yeah, you usually give me a present before I go on a trip, which is a joke because but he does he will like he'll buy he'll go to lululemon buy me like a cozy sweatshirt he'll be like this is for the plane or he'll get me like a new pair of earbuds or whatever it's it's so funny he likes to give travel presents like you're going on a trip this will help your trip a new bag he goes i I should give this to you now i'm like is it something i could use on my trip and he goes actually yeah so he did give me a pair of my favorite running shoes which is the um oh my gosh why am i forgetting he gave me a new pair of running shoes which are like these really cool color Colorful colorway. I wore them the entire trip and like ran in them and everything. So I was like, these are perfect. But he goes, don't be mad when you don't have anything to open on Christmas Day. I'm like, this is actually good. I don't care. I, I don't want to have to feel bad for getting you, you know, like two or three gifts. So 
this is the time of year or this is the yeah, like two weeks before Christmas when I'm always thinking I think a lot of people can relate where you're like, did I give this person enough? Or did I give my neighbor enough? Or did I get this? Did I forget anybody? So yeah, or if you like get a present from someone, you're like, crap, I didn't get that person. (laughs) But at least like nowadays, we have Amazon, where you can like order something overnight. Uh, I don't know. Was there? I don't know if it was if it was recent or if it just like is popping back up on social media. But it was about like when you go, it was like you're having lunch with an acquaintance, and they pull out a gift for you. And you're like, Oh, I got you something too. And you Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I remember that back in the day when my mom would be like rushing to re-gift something. She's like, oh, I didn't get that person something. But now, you know, we're so spoiled and having overnight Amazon next day where you're like, yeah, I got to use something too. So anyway, that was so far. It's going okay. I just feel like I'm not doing enough as I is the theme of my life. We're going to get to that because I do have something to talk about later around has to do with something about not making resolutions, but maybe resolutions. So how about you? How is your gift giving going? It's going fine. We're really not doing presents this year for each other, for Brandon, because we're going, we're taking that trip to Costa Rica right after Christmas. And I was like, that's right, which is good, you know, like, yeah, it's good. And it's nice because it's like gives us something. It's not just, oh, we're not getting each other too much this year. It's like, oh, no, there's a reason behind it. Because I'd rather save that, you know, two to 300 bucks that we would collectively spend on gifts for each other and put it towards going ziplining in Costa Rica or something like that. So but for the kids, I'm getting Evie a Polly Pocket. She's like getting right into Polly Pocket age. I don't know what I'm going to get Miles. He's getting harder to buy for. I don't want that kid to get any more Legos. He has so many freaking Legos. <laughs> I mean, he loves them and he they're so good, especially like for winter break. They're so perfect because he can just like dig into some Legos. But the other thing is everyone else gets him Legos. And so I'm like, I don't need to do this. Um, so I don't know if anybody has like any groundbreaking gift ideas for an eight year old boy who likes all the stereotypical eight year old boy things like Star Wars and Legos and Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. send them my way because I'm kind of stumped for Miles. And he keeps saying like, well, you can get me. And then he'll describe like a graduate level chemistry lab. And I'm like, I know those, you can't just like have that at your house. He'll like say something like, you oh, also like need you to buy an eye wash if you're going to do that. Yeah, you're going to need like a ventilation. <laughs> you're going to have to install. Remember exactly. the eye washes in oh, uh, science yeah. class when your teacher would be like, and if you ever get something in your eye, this is what you have to do. And I was always like, is that really a thing? Anyway. Made me yeah. terrified. I and then like my I got stuff for Brandon's whole family. Most of them are getting socks. <laughs> and it's the nice thing about working at Smartwell. Everybody gets socks. And I don't do a lot of gifts for my immediate family. I'll get stuff for my parents, but my siblings and I don't buy things for each other, which is also really nice. And we don't really do stuff for like I'll get maybe a little something for my nieces and nephews, maybe, if I remember. Mm-hmm. But my immediate family were not big gift givers. So, yeah, which is, yeah, nice. which is kind of like takes the pressure off for sure, totally. and that's kind of how my my mom and dad are. Like, we're not huge gift givers. It's like something small, but it was my mom is so cute. She says this every single year. She's like, because we're going to go out to Westcliff for Christmas, and she texted us the other day after. Well, it was right after Thanksgiving. She texted us and was like reflecting on the trip of Thanksgiving, and she had such a good time with us because we had a really fun trip. We. We came up with a really funny private joke, um, which I will share because it's actually funny that you'll actually get, you know, sometimes private jokes are just like, I don't get it. I think you'll think this is funny. But (laughs) she was reflecting on the trip and she goes, I just, you know, please don't get us anything. Your presence is enough type of thing. And it's like, yeah, I love that. I get that. And it's also fun to like, just get them something, a little something like my dad's 
favorite food or just, you know, we were thinking about ordering these um, pizzas from this like world famous restaurant in Phoenix, where you can like send pizzas across the world and, you know, something that they'll totally something new for their little Westcliff town. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Pizzeria Blanco. Yes, exactly, Mackenzie. Have you been there? Because I have heard so many things about it. Every time I go to Arizona, I mean, it's impossible to get into. I think they have like three locations. Yeah, it's so good. Wait, what's the joke? Okay, so the joke is my mom and I were on her computer and she was talking, Like, she, she, I was helping her with a gift or something. And she kept getting these pop-ups. And I was like, okay, well, she would get scared about it because she thought she thinks everything's a virus. My mom was terrified of computer viruses. And to be fair, like, I don't want to make fun of her at all. But a lot of seniors are they prey off of seniors. And she's heard horror stories of like three people she knows of having thousands of dollars scammed out of them. So she is terrified of that happening to her. So anytime she gets something weird on her computer, she'll call me. She'll be like, is this a scam? Am I going to get like, is my computer have a virus? Are they taking over? Like it's really anxiety provoking for her. So she's always afraid of like, if she's not on top of it, she's going to get scammed out of all of her, all of her money because it truly has happened to people she knows. So sad. And people freaking suck. So she was talking, there was this pop up coming up. So anyway, we're sitting there on the computer. And whenever we're talking, Scott's in the background, like on the couch, right? And whenever we're talking about something like, oh, we're gonna get the girls this, this and this, we're gonna get them these shoes, da 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 da. Scott will like chime in from across the room, he'll like listen to our conversations. And he always has some helpful tip. It's always like, well, those are gonna go on sale tomorrow. So you want to wait for tomorrow, da 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 da, right? Like he always and then my mom was like, yeah, and I need to get this for so-and-so and this for dad. Well, if you go on Black Friday, they're going to have this discount. And so my right. mom started started calling him pop-up. <laughs> she so whenever, oh, that's so, we, really funny. so now we call him Scott Pop-Up. We'd be like, Pop-Up! Because whenever, literally across the room, we're talking about something that, and he'll yeah, come up with like some, <laughs> and he pops up with like a helpful tip. So now, we're, so the whole trip, whenever he would do it, we'd go Pop-Up and we would just start laughing. So we thought we were hilarious. And so that was our little private joke. She's like, Pop-Up, Scott Pop-Up. <laughs> He does it all the time. He does it to me. No, he He's really like, does. He does it to me. He does it. He pops in with the best advice, the best, like, like whatever yeah, tip you like need. He, he has like a sixth <laughs> sense. He has a fifth sense. He's got ESPN or something for like when you're talking about His boobs can stuff. tell when it's raining. His yeah. Boobs can tell when it's raining. <laughs> It's so funny. It's so funny. And it's always helpful. It's always helpful. So we had a good laugh about that. So that is the uh, update on Christmas shopping. Okay, you got a really big purchase, which oh, yeah, I was I surprised by, because you just got it right away. You've been talking about it for a like... a mountain bike, finally. Not finally. It feels like finally to me. I got a mountain bike. feels like two days. Yeah. I know. I'm so excited. I So here's what happened. I started, I went on my first mountain bike ride in September and I loved it. And then I was like, I really want to keep going. But the problem obviously is like, you can't go without a bike. So it's a really big hurdle. Like it's not like, and mountain bike rentals are not super accessible. Like they're, they're yeah, it's not like, like an easy bucks a day or yeah. something. And like, so I'm probably not going to spend a hundred bucks to rent a bike so I can go out on like an hour long ride with someone. Right. Right. And right. So like, I'm not like going to Moab. Like if I was like, like financially, like, it makes sense. Or, right. Right. So I'm not going to just like rent a bike to go out for an hour. Not to mention it would take me two hours just to rent the bike. And 
and like get it and then bring it back, right? Anyway, but Jess Beacom, her, we've talked about this, her daughter is my same size. And so she and her daughter were graciously letting me use her bike. And um, so we went out a couple times and I was just kept thinking like, this is dumb. Like I need to get a bike and I need to just bite the bullet. And so I started looking back in probably early October and I was hoping to find like a streaming deal. The thing about mountain bikes is that they are just so expensive. Like a brand new mountain bike, you're going to be lucky to find a new mountain bike for under five grand. But there's also a lot of good of like used bikes out there. And you know, a lot of bikes are in good shape because maybe somebody bought them for their partner and their partner never got into mountain biking the way they thought they would. Or, you know, you bought them for yourself and then you never end up getting into it or whatever. So I have was looking and looking and in like early November, mid-November, I saw I found this bike on this resale. This resale site was like a bike shop based in Kansas. And I was like, okay, this is fine. And I found this bike on there that I really liked and it seemed like a good deal. And then on Black Friday, they had a free shipping promo. And I was like, okay, this is it. I'm going to get it. So I bought it. Keep in mind, I had been looking at this exact same, like this exact bike on this website for probably like a good two weeks. Two days after I buy it, the website is no longer there. I go to check on my order and it's gone. Nothing is there. I had gotten like an email con- confirmation. They had taken my money, but the bike, the what? website. What? What? I go back through everything and I... I'm like, you know, I like I am do my due diligence when I look for stuff. Like they had a couple like reviews on Google. Right. They had like a phone number, blah, 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 everything about us. Like they had a complete website, but it turns out the whole site was fake. And the the address that they were using was like a church. So it didn't occur to me, like, let me Google their address, but because it was just like, oh, you see everything on there, you're not like double checking every single thing. Now I will be. So thankfully I found like I literally placed this order on Thanksgiving by like Saturday. The website was gone. And it had been up for like I it like two weeks so it wasn't even anyway who knows what happened probably what happened is a bunch of people placed orders for black friday they were like okay we're gonna get out while the getting's good and they just like shut down everything and before people could realize what was going on mm, yeah so you had been looking at you had found the site two weeks prior we're kind of looking at it uh monitoring yeah. it for prices right. and everything yeah because i was like not quite ready to pull the trigger but i was like sure kind of totally that's bike. what you do is you kind of get right. to know what the prices are and what people are selling for yeah exactly and so thankfully i called my credit card company and i was like hey like i thankfully had purchased it on like a major credit card and so I was able to call and say hey I got scammed this $2,800 charge is not you know like is a scamming is a scam company like the things no the company is no longer there so I was able to get that charge canceled and so since I had placed the order on like so like you know kind of right before the weekend and hadn't even gone through yet so they were able to just like stop oh they were able to stop payment okay yeah and I was able to get to get that back thank thank god the goodness yeah if I had been out you know so I would be so so pissed yeah, so it was like three grand. I was like, if I had been out three grand, I, I mean, like that would have been devastating because then I really wouldn't have been able to buy a bike. <laughs> and I would have just been like, okay, here, have some money, random fake person. I have since learned that this is really common, when, it, particularly when it comes to bikes, that it's like there are a few tried and true, r- tried and true reseller sites. Pink Bike is one. The Pros Closet is one. And then there are a couple other like local ones. And of course, like, you know, Craigslist, you kind of take your life into your hands. But I've never had a bad experience on Craigslist personally. This, but apparently like being getting scammed is not that uncommon. However, so I like was so bummed about all of this. And I was just like, but I had already gotten myself emotionally over the hump of paying for it. So then I was like, okay, I have now I have this momentum and I want to keep it going because I like had gotten myself to the point of being okay with paying 
paying with like buying a bike. It's like, okay, I'm going to take money out of like my like capital S savings account and buy this bike because like this is something I want to get into and this is a good deal. I start looking around for the same bike I thought, like the same type of bike I thought I had bought, which is a Juliana Maverick, if anybody out there is like a bike person. And I find not just the same type of bike, but the exact same bike from the listing copied and pasted that I thought I had bought. Oh, interesting. So I was on, which was on Pink Bike. And so clearly what this other scamming site they had just been took doing, it. which yeah. is copying and pasting it from other sites. So then I just bought the real one. That is So I, in the end, ended up with to the be. bike. Yeah, with the exact same bike. And I'm really excited about it. What an emotional roller coaster. It There's was a nothing worse than feeling like, ugh. Yeah. Than yeah, feeling like was, you got scammed or something I know, that's stolen. Such like it's feeling. such a horrible yeah. feeling. It's such a you horrible feeling. Yeah, they are the worst. They, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Have you ever been? Other than your house got broken into, did they take anything back? No. Remember, they took our. Though they took the invitations, in- invitations off but they the didn't. Porch, but they didn't actually break in because yeah. of our dog. Mm-hmm. But no, I I had my car broken into a few times. Brandon used to have his car broken into all. The I remember time. that. Like, yeah. Old Honda. Yeah, the Hondas are not. No. They, those are a hot item for getting broken and into. He my, didn't have anything in his car one time yeah. they stole his cpr mask yeah i remember you said that he they stole his cpr mask and i was Ew. just like that's a that's so disgusting Ew. like what are you gonna do with that i mean they were yeah i'm guessing they were just like i don't know this looks like something like i've already yeah. gone through the total of breaking into this car I'm right just let's just see if we can pawn this off gross so yeah i've never i mean this was definitely the biggest like monetary scam but yeah. i'm glad it was like easily resolved i'm grateful to have you know those are the moments where i'm yeah, like oh, okay this is you why got i like so lucky have yeah. a big you know a major credit card yes but so then i got the bike it came it got here on thursday of last week and then i had to like you know obviously to ship it you have to break it down a little bit and it, they didn't break it down too much so i was able to put it back together by myself but i still wanted to take it in so then i took it into the bike shop on friday and then on saturday it snowed like four inches so i was not able to take it out this weekend and i am like really itching to go out so yeah, hopefully this week. it's like your new toy you gotta go play with your new toy yeah i came to find that there is a word for this in mountain biking and maybe all bikes it's called new bike day and it's like a thing <laughs> so i have my new bike but new, I have bike not day. my new bike day yet <laughs> um, but it's I'm almost really like when you wore new shoes to crossfit everyone's like did you get new shoes totally. i sure did <gasps> i'm gonna do What's some rope day? climbs look at my rope climb groove in yes. that shoe my kevlar why do they put kevlar on these for rope climbs Oh, man. That is also part of the reason why I'm not getting anything for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, I, I just, just went ahead and... Probably single largest purchase of my adult life that is not a mortgage or a car. Yeah. Definitely the most expensive thing I've ever bought by far, like for myself. Even the excited. surfboards? Yeah, surfboards are like... Even an expensive. expensive surfboard is like $1,000. So, uh, yeah, my surfboards were like 400 bucks maybe. So here we are. And hopefully... I'll get to take my bike out this week. We'll see how it goes. What kind of shoes do you wear when you mountain bike? Yeah, great question. You can wear clipless. Mm-hmm. There's You can either have clipless pedals or flat pedals. And so if you have flat pedals, you just try to wear shoes that are like as flat as possible on the bottom. So mm-hmm. you can like wear Vans or like anything, you know. I would wonder if it feels better to have clipless shoes when you're mountain biking because I feel like... Yeah, so clipless is the ones you clip in. I don't know why they're called clipless. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, so the clip-in shoes, the ones that yeah, you clip into, I would wonder. Clipless. That's the weirdest thing. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. No one knows why. I mean, yeah. some, okay. somebody So I'm just going to use my words to make sense. Okay, so the shoes that you use that clip into a bike, 
I would wonder if that feels uncomfortable when you're mountain biking because you're just kind of like, I don't know, you need to be more agile and be able to yeah, hop I off think- at a moment's notice or something. That's how I feel. And I and I don't know, maybe I know there's pros and cons because obviously like you're more efficient when you're climbing if you're in clipless. The people who ride, who mountain bike in clipless shoes are like really diehard about it. They're like, it's not sure. that bad. You can unclip faster than you Sure, like, yeah. But I, I'm yeah. with you. Like I don't feel, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I really feel comfortable being clipped in a road bike. You know, like, I just am so positive that I'm going to tip over. Yeah. So yeah, no, I'm I'm a lot more comfortable with flat pedals. I can't imagine riding a, a mountain bike in clipples, but people do it and they love it. So okay, knows? well, keep us posted on your new adventures and where you go and oh, all don't that worry. fun stuff. I will. Okay, what were you going to say earlier about how you like don't know who you are anymore? <laughs> I feel like that. Okay, so we were, I was talking to Claire um, earlier. I was like, for things we should talk about, and maybe we'll make this a two-parter because we're going to have to take an ad break. But <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, last week I was having a hard time. And it's hard to hear yourself sometimes when you're like, I'm having a hard day when it's like actually recorded in time. It's just been a hard season for me. It's been like, you know, this time of year is always hard, blah, 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 blah. So last week I was like, man, I just was really struggling. So I was reflecting on that and I was texting with my friend Leah and it made me kind of think about New Year's resolutions and we were kind of just talking about things you need to change. One of the things that I want to do, even though I'm not a New Year's resolution person, but I'm like, well, maybe if I was is I have found that I am like living my life in a comparison trap. Even though I know better, it's like that's all I've been doing is just like constantly, constantly, constantly living in this like comparison trap of like, it could be better. I'm not doing enough. This I'm never doing enough. I'm never being enough. I'm never whatever enough. And so Leah was like, what if you just took a vacation from that? I was like, I like, I like this. I like this frame. Okay. I don't know. This, this is screaming. What about Bob? A vacation from a problem. <laughs> Which is probably what she meant. But it was it was really funny because I was like, yeah, you know, I counsel people on this all all the time of just like how you control your thoughts. But it's one of those things where just because you do as I say, not as I do. That is one thing where I'm like, okay, if I was to be a resolution person, that's something I'm starting right now is to not live in the space of comparison. And I think it's gotten worse over the past 10, 15 years because of social media. I'm not trying to blame social media for my problems, but it can't say it doesn't influence you. And so even like my trip to Arizona, I was just talking about that with my friend, how we were like, you're constantly like, we kind of wish we never got phones. And we were reflecting on like, when we were younger, and how, because you know, her daughter's 15. She's like, God, I wish Kelsey like, lived in a world that never had phones and social media. She's like, when we were teenagers, we never had that. I'm like, yeah, I know. But that's all they know, you know, kids and teens, that's all that's, that is their world. So they don't know life without that world. She's like, yeah, but how does that influence us and blah, blah, blah. So we we're just, I was just thinking about that of like, oh, have I really sat and thought about how much that impacts me every single day because I really go down a dark hole of like the not enoughness and that I'm not doing enough or being enough and like comparing myself to everything else that's out there. Yeah, I feel like this comes up for you a lot that like there's a lot of worry about whether it like either like we were talking about last week, like if you're missing out on something or should you be doing more or doing something differently? And you've also not compared it, you've tied it or you've related it. That's what I'm looking for. You've related it in the past to feeling like you don't have like a specific goal or things you're going towards. And so like you sort of like have this and all of this just contributes to this general feeling of being adrift that like you are comparing yourself. And so that's making you second guess what you're doing. And then you maybe you used to be more like goal oriented and now you've kind of become less goal 
oriented and that's really healthy in some ways, but it also leaves you with this feeling of like untetheredness sometimes. And you and Scott like have, you know, like you're very settled in your routines and there's not a lot in your day to day that, you know, like your, your daily life is like pretty predictable, I would say. It's like you got the routine down pat. Yeah. So it's like, it's like that whole thing that we've talked about where like in your 20s and 30s, you're like building, you're doing a lot of building and establishing and trying to establish a home, trying to establish a job and kind of like, when you get to that point. And what I also realize is like, I don't really have other than like my job, there's nothing that's, you know, like with school, you like have to do things. So you're kind of really distracted by the things that you have to do. And there's deadlines. And sure, that happens at work every once in a while. But because you're in a more established place in your life, for me at 46, I'm like, I don't have as many things that are requiring a lot of like, I have to's. And so I'm left with a lot of my own uh, motivation, I guess. And I if I'm being honest, the pandemic had a lot to do with it, too. Because the pandemic was like, I stopped CrossFit, I, you know, we kind of withdrew from a lot of the things that we used to do. And I got used to that because I was like, oh, I can be more efficient with my time by just working out with my Peloton for 10, 20 minutes, whatever, hop out and go to work. And then now I've felt like that withdrawal is not the greatest for me, even though it's like comfortable. So it's a weird space to be in. But as far as like, back to the original thought of really making sure that I'm not living in that space of comparison because I'm like, what? It's not doing me any good. It is making me miserable. But it's kind of like that weird catch 22 of a gambler or an addict or any type of addictive behavior where you think that that is going to get you what you want. And it's really not. Yes. uh, What about Bob taking a vacation from your feelings and (laughs) from your problems? But it is just the way that she said it, we were kind of texting about it. I was like, yeah, that I just need to like what and she's really good about being like, stop what you're doing. And so I think just being able to be like, what do I think I'm going to accomplish from thinking this way? It's kind of like when you go on social media and you just go on rabbit holes and you're like, if I just look at one more thing, I'm going to miss out or whatever. It's kind of that way of thinking like, what what am I thinking I'm going to accomplish from that? Nothing good so far has come from that. Yeah, Sarah says the pandemic gave us too much time to do nothing but compare our lives. (laughs) Yeah, so that's been a reflection, even though I'm kind of like, I don't want to do the whole New Year's resolution thing. Maybe that is something I need to consider. Like, that's something I could absolutely do on a day to day basis is when that thought comes up. Lately, I've just been telling myself like, oh, we're not doing that right now. And it's very much like a CBT thing, a cognitive behavioral therapy thing like that. I teach this in my sleep. But when it comes to me, I don't think about it. So again, anyone out there who thinks their therapist has their crap together? No, we don't live what we teach. We are like the worst at it. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, it's we're the worst (laughs) at it, truly. And so like we know better, but we don't do better. And so I think like that is something where I've just been really like, all right, you're stop. Just stop all of this nonsense stop that thought. Nothing good is coming from that. That's where we're starting. That's where we're starting. All right. On that note, let's take a super quick break to talk about our favorite sponsor, Ned. Ned has been with us for years and years, and we are still using their products every single day. You guys know I love the Daily Blend. I do the 750 milligram. Joy loves the Sleep Blend. We both love the Mellow Magnesium and the Shut Eye Chai. You really can't go wrong with any of their blends. Their Immunity Blend is also amazing, especially this time of year when I don't know about you, but I've pretty much just had a cough for like the last four weeks, and mm-hmm. every time I think I'm getting better, 
better. My kids come home with a slightly different cough and I get that instead. Like sometimes it's a dry cough. Sometimes it's like a gross cough and you can't escape it. Immunity Hero is what it's called. It's really, it has like the cutest little label too. And it looks like right now, as of this recording, when this drops on the 14th, they will have one more day of free holiday shipping. So just keep that in mind. They have a mellow magnesium that's pomegranate. I'm obsessed with it. It's like so festive and you can make yourself like a little holiday spritzer before you go to bed. Little spritzer. Calm you down. Little spritz moment. Please check out Ned if you have not already. And if you have, we hope you're loving them. And if you don't love them, don't forget that they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So go to helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your first order. Thank you for supporting the brands that support our podcast. Thank you, Ned. Thank you, Ned. How was Arizona? Really quick. Speaking of things that will make me happier, Scott just texted me a photo. Oh my God. It is, for all my Sarah McLaughlin fans out there, it is Sarah McLaughlin fumbling towards ecstasy tour, 30th anniversary tour with special guest Feist, Friday, June 7th at Red Rocks. Oh, wow. I'm dead. Well, there's your next Christmas present. Can I tell you that album was like a teenage awakening for me like that an emotional awakening maybe that's what you need you need more emotional awakening <sighs> that i maybe i do that album changed me like that was such an important album for me oh my gosh oh i'm texting him back right now oh my god we are going okay O-M-G. <laughs> truly truly great. okay all right, so that made me happy. I think the only you know how Insync keeps teasing that they're going to do a reunion tour. Yes, are they teasing? They're kind of yeah, they are teasing. They, you, they, like a couple months ago, they were. I feel yeah, they were teasing, and then I also feel like the public got really involved in yeah. the teasing of it. Yeah, and we we maybe like over overshot the teasing. That is really the only. Would you freak out if they if they? Oh yeah, we yeah. would go. Oh, I would one thousand percent go. Yeah, we would go. Yeah, as I'm trying to think, like I was so squarely in the boy band age group. Like you were, you were smack dab in the I sweet was spot. In middle school. You were like, smack dab in it. Yeah, I could not have been any more. You know, like I turned twelve in two thousand. Or thir- I turned thirteen in two thousand. Mm-hmm. Like I could not have been more of a Y two K teenager. Oh man, it really. So like I'm trying to think, like who, what, like album or tour would I feel that way about? Yes, Heather just put a gif of the No Strings Attached video. That is that is what it would take. It would be that. Is that the It's Gonna Be Me? Bodies. Is that the It's <laughs> Gonna Be Me video when they do the the dolls with the mm-hmm. strings? Is that what? Okay. No, I think it's No Strings Attached. Oh, I thought it was yeah, It's Gonna Be Me. Anyway, okay. It could, be, it could be both. That would be like the tour that for me. For, that would be how I feel about Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, Because I, like, I can't think of like, oh, that Well, it's Sarah McLaughlin in like a different way. Like I, I, oh, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I mean, if like. When I went to see New Kids on the Block and uh, Backstreet Boys in like 2010, I think, in Arizona with my family there and my mom went, we had so much fun. That was like, we got right next to Donnie from (laughs) Backstreet. I think it was Donnie. Maybe one of them was like right next to us and we were all like freaking out. But yeah, like those bands that you're just so excited about. Um, Yeah, Crystal verified that's the It's Gonna Be Me video. It's... (laughs) So Thank funny. You. I mean, because like, I still regret if n- not going to see Britney in Vegas when she had her residency. Yeah. At the same time, sh- now that I find out that she was literally under like lock and key, I kind of feel bad because she was hating performing. But she's never going to perform again. I'm pretty sure that's never going to happen. So, yeah. Uh, 
Okay. So speaking of reminiscing, yes, I was in Arizona this past weekend to visit family. It was gorgeous weather. I mean, 70s. I was in a short in shorts and t-shirts. Everyone was staring at me because I was everyone's in like, I think the high was 60 or 65 when it was in the morning. So I had shorts and a t-shirt on. Everyone's like in puffer jackets. This feels so good. But it was really, really fun. We went to uh we went shopping. We went to the ASU bookstore. Cause every time I go to the ASU every time I go to Arizona, I want to go to the ASU bookstore to get some new ASU gear. I always get like a pair of sweats with Sparky on them. I went in and it's completely changed. You know, I've, it's been 20 years since I graduated, 23 years since I gra- since I graduated. And so walking in, I was just like, oh my gosh. I was like that alumni that I'm sure everyone there working was like, oh yeah, we get one of these a day where you're just like, oh my gosh, this is this and this is this. And oh my gosh, I can't. They were selling like Lululemon items with Sparky on it. It just was, oh, it was so cute. So I got my, uh, every 10 years I get a pair of sweats only because I don't go there that often, but it was just so, you know, those places you go, do you get that at all? Like when you go like near your campus where you're like, oh my gosh. No, but that's because I was born and raised in Boulder and I still live in Boulder, basically. Yeah, that's true. Because like when I go back, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's so... Yeah, it's really not. Because like I can go to King Supers and buy, you know, like a Buffs t-shirt. Sure. Like, it's really... And especially this year with the whole Coach Prime thing. Oh my I gosh, Coach not, Prime. Like, against, you know, I like I actually am really excited about like the CU football program getting Yeah, good again, for them. Totally, good for them. I was there during some years where they were really bad and it was still so fun even though they were bad. Like it was still so funny like the student section was still always full. Like Boulder loves a buffalo like a, a buff yeah. football game regardless and so th- it's been really fun to watch but it just means that it's like even easier you can go in a freaking gas station and buy a coach prime sweatshirt like it's really not there's no there's no novelty in it for me right yeah so it was definitely one of those things where i was just going down memory lane and it was so fun did anyone to be get there. arrested for drinking in a parking lot this time no <laughs> thank this opportunity thankfully i know i haven't been since the scene of the crime in that event. Yeah, so it was really, really fun. To, and I was texting pictures of the dorms that my roommates lived in. And just like, every time I think of them, I just think of like, the boyfriend that I had at the time was the exact same scenario when Chandler and Monica were hiding their relationship. Because I was hiding my relationship with my roommate because we didn't want our other roommates to know. And I just I always think about that and like how much fun we had. And so it was just like this cute little memory lane day. But yeah, it was just really fun. I for the first time in a long time, I've never really wanted to move back there. But for the first time in a long time, I was like, oh, now I kind of see the importance and like feel the importance of wanting to live close to my family again. Just like you go out in your life and you live your life and you move away and you do things. But now I'm like, I really wish I lived closer to my aunts and my uncles and my cousins and Cindy and her daughter, like the girl that I grew up with. And because I'm really close to them and really close to her daughter, Kelsey, and she's 15. And just that like, it's such a fun age to talk to her about life. And she's such a cool kid. And like, we had a really good time together. And, you know, I just I just love our relationship. Like we have so much fun together. And so I was just like, I really wish like for a while, they talked about wanting to move here. And actually, last year, they were looking at houses here. But for a lot of reasons, they just can't do it right now. And so I was like, Oh, this is like, for the first time, I was like, I don't really have a ton here, tiny here, like my parents are here, but I would take I would take him with me, you know, so it's not going to happen because Scott would never move to Arizona. He'd be like, yeah, screw that. He, 
But it was the first time where I was like, oh, I just really want to have a space where I'm like really close to my family. And that was another piece where I'm like, maybe that would help with like just sometimes feeling that isolation or like directionless feeling of just like having your people around you and your family around you. But it was a blast. And then when I came home, I'm always like sad to leave, but it was cute because Scott picked me up and Jojo was in the backseat and he was just like so excited to see me. And I miss my dogs when I'm gone big time. Even though she has animals, I'm always like, oh. Weren't there like two silly dogs? Yeah, she has two tiny little dogs, but she's, they're so cute, but she's like, I've never, she's always had dogs, but she's always had big dogs. And this is the first time in her life she's had tiny dogs. She's like, I'm never having tiny dogs again. They're just a lot. They're a lot emotionally. They're a lot of vet bills. When we were there, they got into like a little squabble because every once in a while they fight. And on Friday, we spent like two hours at the vet because one of them like chipped a tooth. So he had to like have his tooth pulled. So we were like just sitting at the vet. Anyway, but um, we went to the Gilbert Farmer's Market. I bought some local art, had some good food. It was just what my heart needed. We have like pet insurance for River. Yeah. Because I'm I'm positive that one day she's just going to like eat an actual brick. Yes. Yeah. actual brick like i'm gonna come home and she's gonna have just like eaten some dry asbestos drywall or something but it does always shock me i mean and she's young but she's almost three and knock on wood like we've never had an emergency vet visit for her she's just a tank like we i think she's gotten sick one time and we board her a lot like she goes to doggy daycare and it just makes me appreciate like the sturdiness of like a big bulky lab mix who is not purebred by any means and it's just mm-hmm. like i think she could eat like a whole potato and like just swallow it whole yeah I yeah think she i think that is what her physiology would be set up and for nothing would happen i'm going to just swallow this potato <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have vet insurance for JT until probably like seven or eight. It's so weird. I'd love to hear. I'm always curious, like what people say about this, because like, it just kind of depends. You, you're kind of taking a gamble, but then you're also paying a premium every single month on something that could or couldn't happen. And if you do the math, sometimes you think of like the annual cost, it could potentially be more than what your vet bills actually end up being, especially if you have a deductible, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, we, my work offers it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, our, ours does too, like a discount. Yeah. yeah. It's through Nationwide. It ends up, it's like 40 bucks a month. And I think it has like a $250 deductible or something. And so I'm like, you know what? All this is going to, yeah, you know, if I, I, I end up spending 500 bucks on it a year, all that's going to take, I have the mentality of like, all that's going to take is her swallowing a brick one time. And because she's such a dummy, if she was like a JT or a Joe even, I probably would not worry about it so much, but she just has no common sense. And I'm just waiting for her to like leap through a window or something one day. Yeah. And if it's 40 bucks a month, I mean, man, that's nothing. Like right now we're paying $200 a month for JT because he's 13 or 12. But, but at this age, a lot of things could happen. So we're just like, whatever. I love that I can go to the vet and we have nationwide too, and we love them, but I love that I can go to the vet and anything they need to do, but they're not like pushers. They're not, they're not a pusher. They don't push stuff on me, but I always can tell that dance of like, here's the minimum we can do. And here's the maximum we can do. Where do you want us to go? And I think like that's just vets out there. God bless you. I'm sure that is such a hard way to do practice where you kind of have to like balance that. But I always am like, do what you need to do because we have pet insurance. Like, I don't care what you need to do to find out what is actually wrong with him instead of doing the conservative thing and then like building up to finding out what's actually wrong with him. That's something like a peace of mind. Anytime there is something that happened, like when he got pneumonia that year. Yeah, he got pneumonia in 2019, 2020. It was 2020 because I couldn't go into the 
ER with him. But I had to take him first thing in the morning because he couldn't breathe. And it was like over a $1,000 vet bill for an ER visit and, you know, insurance paid for it. And it was just like, okay, that's my premium for the year. So that was like, so glad that I had it. Anyway, what did what did we get? Oh, the vet thing. Yeah. So but but it was like hard because I was sitting in the vet with her. And she was like, they kept coming in and out. And she's she's kind of considering going to a different vet because the one that she has is kind of new because the one that she was seeing has retired and she doesn't like how she practices, which I kind of got this vibe. Like she walked in and she was like, here's what's going on. Here's what we're going to do. I get that. But it was almost like, you don't have a choice. We got to pull this tooth right now. She was kind of like, okay, she's not used to that bedside manner type of thing. She's her vet is very much like kind of explaining the process. And she's just kind of matter of fact, here's what we're doing. We're going to come in with a invoice or, you know, an estimate so we can go over it with you. But basically being like, this is what we're going to do today. Instead of being like, we'll talk about this with you. We'll go through everything and see if you have questions. I don't know. It was just like a very abrasive, abrupt way to do a vet visit, in my opinion. So she's going through the bill and it was like easily $1,200 for this whole thing for this teeny tiny dog to get a tooth pulled. And I was like, I just had the same thing done to JT in August. He had his teeth cleaned and he had to have a tooth pulled. And it was like just over 1100 Yeah, it was like $1,100. Um, which insurance covered. I'm like, and JT's like 65 pounds. Like I have a hard time thinking that yours is $1,200 for this teeny tiny 20, not even 20 pound right. dog. Like and so we were talking through that. I'm like, that's just, that's just going to be so hard. And like, then you're swallowing this vet bill and you're like nervous about it and you're anxious about it. And it's just a lot. So all that to say is do what you got to do, I guess. Like I'm not going to have yeah. knock on wood right now. I'm not getting pet insurance for butters because he's young and it's a cat and he's indoors. Yeah, you know, definitely. like we didn't get pet insurance for our cats until they were way older because as they're older, they have big, you know, yeah, bigger issues. But again, you just never know. He could ingest something and whatever. I could be a total like hypocrite for saying that right now. <laughs> How does the Butters and Joe dynamic continue to develop? <laughs> way better. I was so nervous about this whole thing when it started, but he, Joe is really cute. Joe is totally a chaser, would always chase cats whenever we had our cats. And we would be terrified because we're like, after our cats passed away, Joe was still a puppy. We were like, we're probably not going to get cats again. And then of course we got butters, but we were so worried because when Joe came home, we were worried about that dy- dynamic because I don't want a cat to like live in fear and just like hide in a room the rest of its life. Like that would not be, we would not have the cat. And I think I told everyone here, like Leah was giving us an out, like, hey, if it doesn't work out, I will personally come to your house and pick up this cat if it doesn't work out for you, because I know that you really need a cat that gets along with dogs. It's going great. Butters is fearless. Butters likes to tease the dogs. JT's terrified of Butters. Like they just like, you know, it's a cute little dynamic. Joe and Butters like to tease each other. And so Joe will like chase Butters, but then Butters is like hisses at him. It's just, it's kind of like working out a little too perfectly where I'm like, wow, this is kind of a perfect cat dog dynamic. It's going great. Um, Really quick. So I think I told everyone on this podcast a few episodes ago that we were going to puppy raise in the new year. Still looking for names. If anyone has like name suggestions, I would like to raise a boy or a girl. So we're trying to kind of figure out names if anyone has boy girl names for dogs. Doesn't matter about the letter right now. Maybe we can talk next episode about like resolutions you might want to do in 2024. Like light, light behavior changes. So it's not so daunting about like change. Ew, what happened? (laughs) I'm reading the chat. (laughs) Kelly said that her cat, dog, Savannah, cat had an anal abscess rupture and I just wrote I got anal abscess. (laughs) Sorry for the jump scare, says Kelly. (laughs) 
Okay, back on track. Back on track. Anyway, New Year's resolutions. Like not I a would, good dog name. Anal abscess. Not a dog nope, name. Not a not a good dog name. <laughs> not a good dog name. Yeah, they were like tossing around names because I went to dinner at their house. The the gal who's the donor and like named Cadet and all of that, and they were tossing around names. They're like, "How about Rebel?" I'm like, "I'm not raising a dog named Rebel. Are you insane?" <laughs> Um, but yeah, as far as like, I would like to reframe the new year, not resolutions, but things that we just like, it's not, this is not a new concept. I just want to reframe it. So I'm not so scared of it. Like, let's just, let's just take the first week of January. (laughs) Maybe some things we want to do the first week of January. I'm going to continue my thought vacation and I'm just going to start right there. But I'd like to hear maybe some things that other people want to do. Light suggestions, light suggestions. Do you have any? Not off the top of my head. I'm still working on my 36 and 36 list. Somebody on Instagram suggested that I add watching Bridesmaids to the list. You have to. I should. I really should. So I'm looking for more wildly low impact suggestions like that one. Watch a movie. Maybe I'll be like, watch five popular movies I haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So Heather says she wants to finish a quilt. That's great. A good one. That's a great one. I am not going to run anymore. I'm retired from running. Okay. We did go to the climbing gym yesterday. That was fun. Oh, fun. We got a, oh. a new climbing I mean, Jim, it's really nice. Longmont did, yeah. Speaking of Longmont, we sold our Peloton bike to a lady in Longmont because it was really funny because like I was super nervous about it. I sold it on Facebook Marketplace, but Facebook has this huge buy, sell, trade Peloton group. And I was like, all right, Scott, for the past year, whatever, maybe it's, it's been two years since we've had the bike. Scott doesn't use the bike. He thought he would. He's like, just biking isn't my thing. It's not something I like that like motivates me. So for the past like six months, he's like, would you consider getting the tread again? I'm like, sure. If that's what you want to do, like totally open to that. So we were looking around, found this Facebook group, buy, sell, trade, Peloton, lady called. It was the cutest couple, by the way. It was the cutest couple. They pull up with this like huge truck and she's like this fit lady in her like her late 50s, early 60s. I mean, it was just like, she was like, I could see me as her at her age. She was just so active. She's like, I ride my bike to work every day, but like, I can't do it in the winter. And I've been really wanting a Peloton. And so my Peloton bike went to a really good home. And then we got the tread. So we just got the tread. So we're going to be doing that. So if you see a cute little blonde lady riding around town, going to work, Peloton from She was so cute. The the couple was adorable. Speaking of adorable couples, okay, this is my last random story. (laughs) This is really funny. We were at dinner in Arizona. My friend Cindy was like, we were in the booth so she could see the couple behind us. There's this really cute couple behind you. So like when I could look, I looked and there was this couple in like their 80s and they were sitting on the same side of the booth and they were just like huggy and kissy and just like so affectionate towards each other. And Cindy's like, oh my gosh, that is couple goals. I want to be that. I'm going to go up to them after dinner. So we go up to them. She goes up to them after dinner and I'm like kind of standing next to her. And she's like, I just have to say, you guys are so cute. You're just like so lovey. (laughs) And he goes, oh, thank you. We're not married. And she's like, we've known each other for 50 years. And then, and he had a wedding ring on. So I was like, "Uh oh, did we just think he's... (laughs) Oh, wow. But Cindy's like, maybe he's widowed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, She's like, maybe he's widowed. I'm like, you know what? And then so we got on this huge tangent. I was talking to Scott that night on the phone, on speakerphone with me, Cindy and Scott. And he goes, you know what? Good for them. And he goes, if we're 80 and we're still kicking it together and you like randomly ran into someone that you dated 50 years ago, you know, before me, he's like, I'd give you a hall pass. (laughs) 
an 80-year-old hall pass. He goes, who was that quarterback you dated who was an NFL player? I was like, yeah, Tim Rattay. I dated Tim Rattay. And he's like, yeah, Tim Rattay, you could go have a hookup with him. But not until you're 80. Not until I'm 80. That's so funny. I mean, it was a good twist. I was like, oh my gosh. So like the second he said that, I kind of like went off to the side to her husband. I was like, oh my gosh, Dave, I think we just interrupted like an affair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's it. That's all we got today. All right, guys. Thank you for being here. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Ned, helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy or use discount code joy for 15% off your order and get your orders in by the end of this week. So this is the week of December 11th. On December 15th is their shipping deadline for the holidays. So get your orders in today or tomorrow so you can put some amazing CBD products in your loved one's stockings or your own stocking. No judgment. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclair underscore. You can go to our website, joy claire.com you can email us this is joyandclaire at gmail.com very importantly guys we are looking for two more people to join our ireland trip we had some folks drop out life happens it's okay but now we are below our minimum and so if you have been on the fence get off the fence email us this is joyandclaire at gmail.com if you have questions we have solo travelers we have couples we have people coming with their moms we have people coming with their friends it's a family affair If you go solo, you will have all of us to hang out with. It's going to be great. It's Choose Your Own Adventure. We have surfing available, but you don't have to do it. There's going to be sightseeing. There's going to be hiking. We're just going to really have so much fun. It's going to be amazing. We really, really hope you guys come. So you can go to our Instagram and go to the Ireland FAQ, or I think it's Ireland Q&A highlight, and that's where the registration link is, or email us and we will get you all set up. It's going to be so great. It's in June of next year. We really hope that you will join us. Like I said, if you've been on the fence, get off the fence. We want you to be there with us. Please, please, please. Please, please, please. And that's it. Until next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.